Why, hello there, you. And welcome back to... The Late Night Call-In Podcast, coming to you live around Australia with myself, Tony Martin, waiting for your call and stoking the furnace with his usual panache and aplomb. It's Matt Dow. Say hello, Matt. Oh, you sound in a good mood tonight. Could it be because of the recent end to Melbourne's series of lockdowns, the world's longest? Yes. Uh, Yeah, but we don't want to jinx it, though, Matt, because, well, we made it through lockdown six, city under siege. We don't want to be heading into lockdown seven, mission to Moscow, anytime soon. How have you felt about the... uh, the homeschooling, Matt. No, no, no. Oh. oh, dear. Fair enough. Not a problem at our place, of course. Mostly the talk around our joint has been uh, when are the hairdressers open again? <laughs> Girlfriend all through lockdown six is saying, unless I can colour my hair soon, I'm going to be forced to go the full Jane Campion. Uh, Google images, if you're not sure what that means. As for my barber, well, he's never happy to see me. It's a shorter and shorter visit every time. I think he feels that my uh, my disappearing hair is coming straight out of his pocket. Doesn't even bother to show me the view from behind with the mirror anymore, Matt. No? No, it's like he's saying, you don't want to know what's going on back there. And sadly, that does mean I don't get to do my joke. Uh, what's that? Well, for 20 years, whenever he's held the mirror up and gone, what do you think? I always say... I think I can see some kids stealing Chiquitos. Nothing. Never a response. Just puts the mirror down, moves on. (laughs) Nah, sorry, Matt. Too little, too late. Let's get straight to the callers. Uh, Who have we got? Uh, Yeah, try line one. Okay. uh, Go ahead, caller. You're on Sizzletown. Oh, my God. How is this still on? For fuck's sake. Well, we're still here. Oh, so, my God, so, I saw you talking up your 50 episodes. Like, yep, that was some uh, sort of achievement for a podcast. Well, Jesus sure, Christ. but it's... only goes half an hour. I'm sorry that we're not up to your I mean, well, demanding... Joe Rogan, he knocks out a three-hour episode in his sleep, uh, doesn't he? And that's actually popular. Yeah, well, oh, my God, it's so sad. I saw you wanking on about, oh, we do so much editing. Really? <laughs> okay, You'd well... You'd never fucking know to hear the end result. Matt's very busy. He's Maybe uh, try editing down that endless fucking music at the start. Uh, Jesus please, okay. Christ. Look, we're forging on. Uh, you're very happy with yourselves, aren't you? Like a dog that takes a dump on the nature strip and says, where's my Nobel Prize? Okay, well, oh, I think say. we've heard... Oh, hang, uh, sorry, hang on a second. Hang on, what? I've got to take... Just you're, wait, I've got to take okay. this. Okay, Jesus Christ, and does he have to appear with his wife and children? They look like they've been 
designed by a marketing department to make him look like a normal person instead of Lord Snout from Star Wars and human form. Oh, my God. You know, he used to be president of the Young Liberals. I never would have guessed. <laughs> oh, I know. Yes. Yes, there's so much footage of him desperately trying to appear like the average person, yes. Cinema parité, I call it, yes. Well, I, I can't go anywhere. I'm waiting for this package. Well, you sent it to me. What, what is it? A book, is it? What is it? But how many fucking Mitford sisters were there? Jesus Christ, they must be down to Zeppo by now. Oh, All right, well, how do you post... Expressed... Oh, no. During COVID, oh, he has a very flexible definition of express, isn't there? Might be in three days, might be this afternoon, could be two weeks from now, <laughs> where we can be fucking bothered. <sighs> Why don't you come over? I don't know if you're allowed. Go on the fucking internet, Jesus. Just say it for compassionate reasons. You need to help me reprogram the Apple TV. I can't see anything. <laughs> Is there a new good fight? Sure. That last series doesn't count, does it? It was all Mandy Patinkin and his nonsense courtroom. It's a fucking Mandy Patinkin show. <laughs> Here's what... Oh, no, no. No, no, we're not watching Smash again. For fuck's sake, we've watched it all twice already. It's not going to change, Gerard. It's going to be the same show. Deborah Messing's still going to be wearing all those fucking scarves. <laughs> Yes, yes, all right. Well, for God's sake, bring a bottle of something with you. For... Uh, I can't work out what's going on. Cellar Masters appears to have been swallowed up by Dan Murphy's. I'm very confused. Uh, yes, well, we're down to just five cases of Savvy B. It's, we're in the oh, red. Shit. Hang oh, on. Oh, for fuck, oh. you're joking. <laughs> Oh, he's gone. Sorry, Matt. That's my alarm. That's to remind me to um, attend to the cat's ass medicine. Um, normally, I just have a photograph of Piers Morgan's face to remind me of that. But uh, do you need to do that? No, nah, I'll. He can wait till after the show. Let's uh, see if we've got any proper callers because uh, that wasn't contributing much. I'm just going to dive in here. Uh, go ahead, you're on Sizzletown. Yeah, mate, yeah. I, Hi. Yeah, I just want to um, warn people about a scam that's going on. A scam? What, what sort With of... fake vaccine passports and shit. Yeah, yeah you got to watch out. Cause... So you you tried to get one? Because I couldn't what? be fucked getting the vaccine, right? So I just thought I'd get a, oh, um, uh, a fake vaccine passport. Oh, and, well, uh, a fake one. Yeah, because so you... it's... I don't know if you've seen the real vaccine passports, like from you couldn't counterfeit it, right? No. No, mate, it's like an A4 um, piece of paper, mm. and it's got um, a government logo. Yeah. And then it just says in like pretty basic font, like Helvetica or something. Uh, you know, you've had your vaccine. Yes. Yeah, so, I think there's a Medicare yeah. logo as well. So I mean, you know, mm. unless you've got like a computer and a printer. There's no way you'd be able to copy that. Right, so uh, what did you do? So we've got this guy right, who comes up the street um, doing fake vaccine passwords for five grand. Five grand? And they're for... really authentic looking. Yeah. 
Yep. You'd swear it was a piece of A4 paper with a Medicare logo and some writing saying you've had a vaccine. <laughs> like, you'd swear that's what it is, right? Right, yeah. But it's a fake one, so that's yeah. why it's five grand. Right, so you had a spare five grand. Got for- a lot of payouts. Payouts? What for? Oh, I found um, some nails in um, some yogurt. Nails? Yeah, <laughs> full of nails. So, yeah, I got a payout from that. Right. And, and any uh, other? Oh, I got um, a jar of marmalade. Oh, and, with, with? Yeah, with some nails in it. So, Again? Yeah, I got some. Um, anything else? Yeah, and I bought some bread. and Right, and it was? Yeah, it's just all nails. Okay, so. So, yeah, so I have five grand and I, um, yeah, I gave it to this guy, right? I said, where's my um, fake vaccine passport, right? And uh, what did he say? And he goes, oh, don't worry, I'm dropping it off tonight, right? Right. So anyway, this box arrives, and you know what was inside it? Um, a vaccine passport? <laughs> no, mate. No? It was like this huge box, and it had um, 500 copies of Underbelly, The Golden Mile, on DVD. What? Yeah, it's like pirates, not with the proper artwork and shit, right? So, illegal copies. Yeah, so of, I call them yeah. up, I go, mate, what the fuck's this? Where's my fake vaccine password? So then... And he goes, yeah. oh, there's um, a mix-up, right? Cause right. You remember how the first underbelly, you could only get, like, pirate copies and shit? Oh, yes, yeah. Yeah, right. so he's gone, I anticipated mm. the market, so I had all these... Pirate copies of um, the later underbellies. Oh, and, God. Yeah, and then they yeah. weren't banned, so I'm fucking stuck with them all. So what happened then? I know, what am I supposed to do with this? He goes, mate, could be worse, could be squizzy. Oh, squizzy. I go, mate, I don't give a fuck about your DVDs. How do I get into the pub? Mm. And he goes, mate, most of these places, right, they don't even check. No. Right? You just flash. Flash a copy of the Golden Mile, and that you'd just be straight through to the Carvery. Okay, well, it doesn't sound legit. Uh, um, so anyway, right, I've gone in a pub and um, I've tried to get in with a DVD, and uh, the guy's just gone, that's bullshit, that's the fucking Golden Mile underbelly, so you're, I'm calling the cops, right? Oh, God. So he it, goes to call the cops, and while he wasn't looking, I... Um, I had some nails oh. in my pocket, so I just um, right. okay. sprinkled them in a beer. Yep. I said, oh, hang on, I found all these nails in this beer. Right. He got, oh, fuck, we don't need that trouble. Well, um, So, yeah, so I got sent home. But, that's quite a story. Yeah, right. so it's all um, bullshit. Um, probably best to just get um, vaccinated. Yep. Yeah. And if you need any copies of the Golden Mile, just give us a call, mate. Will do. Okay. Thanks for that. See you. Right, uh, I don't know who that was, but uh, yes, another tale of woe here at Sizzletown. And now what I want to do is... Uh, uh, another caller. Oh, well, well, I was hoping to address... Uh, he the... really wants a word. Okay, well, put him through. Uh, hello? Hi, yeah, been listening, uh, yeah. Um, yes. And listen, the... Uh, the guy that calls in that doesn't... Who? No, he's on. Um, when it's, he's oh, answering yeah. his phone or that whatever guy. thing is. Yeah. yeah, not a fan. I think lose that, lose that. Yeah, uh, I think that's. Hang uh, on, mm. this this is not a real caller. No, no, no. I, is it? The, no, no, no. I'm uh, I'm a person. You're a person. Yes, <laughs> I I'm a person calling. That's you, isn't it? You're just putting on a voice. No, no it's 
It's a live show. We can't we can't cut anything. For... Good night. Oh, gee. Well, that was unusual. Um, what was I saying, Matt? Um, I don't know. Let's see. Oh, yeah. Okay. I want to address something that happened recently, late at night. Now, there's been a lot of stories in the news about people, celebrities, accidentally posting things online. There was that footballer's girlfriend who somehow uploaded footage of herself, uh, what's the phrase, dining off a Kmart plate, as it were. I don't know how you do that. How you? I don't have a phone, so I'm not sure how you accidentally bum dial footage of yourself <laughs> nosing into some gear onto multiple platforms, but I guess it can happen. Anyway, one of those happened to me. Um, it was very late at night and I was on Bandcamp and we've got a new release coming out on Bandcamp, uh, more of that later. But uh, I thought, I know, I should send a message to all my followers. So I had the template open and I'm sitting there thinking, okay, what can I say to sizzle up this uh, album? And at that moment, the cat has jumped up on the desk, walked across the keyboard and jumped down. And I've gone, hey, hey, and I've put him down on the ground and I haven't looked at the screen for about five minutes. And then I've realised that when he walked across the keyboard, he somehow composed and sent a message to my hundreds of followers at Bandcamp. What was it? It was just two letters in lowercase, VB. I think I got that. I'll bet you did. Everyone got it. It's like around midnight and then, oh, Tony Martin sent us a message. What's he saying? Oh, VB. <laughs> Don't mind if I do. Oh, dear. <laughs> Can't believe it. What are the chances it would be VB? And I wasn't saying that everyone should have a VB. wasn't pissed because it was lowercase. I, if I'd wanted to say that, I would have used uppercase. You know I would have. Whatever you say. Okay. The cat is, uh, he's got his own valuable brand, as he says. Now he's communicating with my followers. All right, let's um, pull that behind us and go back to the callers. Uh, good evening. You're on Sizzletown. Hi, I'm calling from Radio Piracy, just out here in international waters. Oh, yeah, that's right. And, and it's a pop-tastic morning to you from the high seas of pop and roll. Sorry, this is not something that still happens, is it? No, that... that's not true. It's definitely still a thing. All right. Yes, radio disc jockeys are a boat. I think we've had enough of this. Matt, what is with the callers tonight? Yeah, don't know. I'm going to go straight to this next one and... Oh, hang on. Having some... Is that it? No. Wrong button. What's going on? Uh, it's Sizzletown. What is this? It's a podcast. Right, is this being recorded for it, purposes of quality assurance? It is being recorded, uh, yes, but it's, yeah. it's not a quality assurance uh, situation. Is, is it likely to be acted upon, though? Uh, how, how do you mean? Well, I mean, it's when they call up someone, uh, you know, to power shop or something. And, yeah, <laughs> it's the, a power shop? Power shop. Uh, yeah. Appliances. Right. Yeah, when I call up, it, 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 it might go on for mm. uh, 25 minutes. Okay, you know, yeah, yeah. I don't understand anything on this bill. You know, is that keep playing Mick and a meeting? Um, 
I don't know. Does it somehow lead to an assurance of quality? <laughs> I'm, I'm not sure. Based on the detailed analysis of that call? Um, I, cu- I couldn't say. If, can, we, yep. can we rely on increased quality assurance mm. <laughs> because of the content of that conversation? Well, I'm not sure how that I works. Just, I just find it unlikely that, uh, you know, quality assurance can be obtained by re-examining these meandering conversations with members of the public. Yes. Feels to me like the exact opposite way to get quality assured. Well, To sift back through that carry-on. No. Anyway, this is, I'm going to go before somebody plays this back. Goodbye. Okay. He's, he's gone. Don't know who that was. Uh, this is proving to be a fairly strange episode of Sizzletown. And uh, can you hear that? That's our fax machine. Matt is sending through the names of the sizzle merchants. And let's see who we've got. And hang on a second. This is not from you, Matt. This is a spam fax. I can't believe I'm still getting these erectile dysfunction faxes. I don't know how they get this address. Sorry, that goes straight into the incinerator. Sorry, now, can you send through the names, Matt, because uh, we couldn't do this show without the support of you, the listeners, the sizzle merchants who have popped by subscribe.bigcartel.com forward slash sizzletown podcast and pledged support. We love your work, people, and um, while those names are coming through, I might thank Nick and Ruby Gleason at Factory Espresso in Orange, New South Wales, for their ongoing support. And don't forget, you can pick up the Sizzletown blend and the new Dion's blend, yes, they're real, coffee beans, right now at factoryespresso.com.au forward slash Sizzletown. That's espresso, not expresso. That's somebody else entirely. Uh, Great beans, and here come the names. So let's find out. Who's behind us this month? Oh, yes, Bo Morris's own Ben Harris. Harris is in! Touchdown! Thanks, Ben. What about Melissa and Jason Skinner? And not forgetting Melissa's brother, Glenn Hamilton. Melissa assures us that Glenn and Jason will, quote, shit themselves when they hear this. No need for a sound effect there, Matt. Please. Uh, Big thanks to Drossos Haramantas. Host of the Drossos Haramantas report, unless I'm mistaken. Oh, I think I am. Let's thank Daniel Beaumont. Direct from Hackham, South Australia, it's Damien Beneke. Couldn't do this show without the support of Alexandra Fraser. And Terry Callahan. Not to mention Rowan Dickens. Dickens? Dickens. And yet another Tony, it's Tony Stevenson. Stevenson is there. Fancy a Bundy? What about a Matt Bundy? And finally, oh. Look at this. Look who's on board. One of my former comedy husbands, the great Tommy G. And you know what? I'm old enough to remember when Tommy G was playing an evil Roman emperor every morning 
on Eon FM. Yes, it's true, but enough talk. Bring on my dancing girls. Thanks, Tom. Love your work. And many more sizzle merchants will be named and not shamed in upcoming episodes. A reminder, if you'd like to uh, support the show, you can go to subscribe.bigcartel.com forward slash Sizzletown podcast, as I mentioned. Or if you prefer a one-off pledge, you can do so at our merch store, bigcartel.com forward slash Sizzletown podcast, and uh, I'll just shut the door myself, Matt. There <laughs> we go. Let's get back to the callers. I can see we've got some lined up. Uh, go ahead. You're on Sizzletown. Yeah, listen, I've got a bind to pick with you. Right, well, this is your chance to get it out of your system. Yeah, that's it. Uh, what have we done? Uh, the, hang on, who are you? I just said it's Sizzletown. Oh, uh, right, I don't it's not the Mamma Mia podcast. Uh, no, it's not. Oh, shit, I called the wrong one. Oh, well, yeah. uh, can we help you with anything? Oh, I just want to call in and complain about all the bloody females. Oh, what's happened? Yeah, I was in a supermarket and there's bloody females in there. In the supermarket? Yeah, that's it. Well, I was in the fruit and veg, right? Right. And there was some cool hits. Yeah. And they were uh, accidentally arranged in a very sensual manner. <laughs> were they really? It, yeah, it looked, it looked quite saucy. Oh. You know, yeah. I'm just in the fruit and veg and going, oh, that, that bloody courgettes are turning it on, aren't they? Wow, is, is that right? Check that out, I'm saying yeah. people. Check that out over there. Look at what those bloody cushions are up to. And yeah. what do people say? There's some bloody females they didn't find it amusing. Oh, didn't they? Yeah, they said that it was masculineness. Oh, yeah, right. Yeah, yeah. just giving me a finger wag about the, the patriarchy in fruit and veg. What did you do? Well, I just said, hang on, hang on, hang on, love. Oh, that was a mistake. Oh. Oh, sorry, madam. Look at the tomatoes. Look at the, look how they're arranged. Oh. That's pretty ripe, isn't it? Goodness. And how'd she react? Yeah, well, she's reaching into her purse for, I don't know, some mice or something. Oh, yep. You can't address me like that. Yep. And I said, hey, whoa, 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 look over there. What are those pastips up to? Yeah. Yeah, I said, they're all in it, aren't they? Yeah, the bloody, look at those mandarins and hey, jump yep. a fence. Look, they're getting in amongst the pears. Oh, um... Sorry, are you there, sir? Hello? Oh, uh, Matt, we might just move on to the next caller. Um, yeah, um, line four. Okay, uh, go ahead, you're on Sizzletown. G'day, mate, how are you? Good, who's this? Oh, geez, I'll use my real name, just, uh, say Selwyn Toogood. Selwyn Toogood? Yeah, that'll do. Right, and, uh, how can we help? Oh, look, Bloody politicians who we see on a bloody news every night. I mean, has any of them ever tried to run a small business? That's what I'd say, because we're doing it bloody tough at the moment. Yeah, well, fair enough. And what line of work are you in? Uh, well, I'm running a, a clandestine uh, drug laboratory in the outer suburbs. Oh, it's, really? Yeah, it's just a small, I guess you'd say, mom and pop operation. Right. With a, a lot of uh, mum and dad investors. <laughs> I just don't think these politicians realise how hard it is to 
especially during COVID, to, you know, stay afloat. Right, what are you making? Oh, it's all Australian-made, mate. It's all, you know, ice, amphetamines, oh. uh, speed. It's it's none of your bloody foreign gear no. coming in. We haven't got the backing of the big cartels, so it's very much a backyard operation. I see. And we're just bloody surviving day-to-day right now. We haven't got any government subsidies or anything. Right. I just think, you know, let's see bloody Frydenberg try and, you know, cook up a batch of goey and, and get it distributed under the conditions we're bloody operating in. So it, it's tough out there. Yeah, no but, bloody uh, job keeper for us, mate. I no, mean, uh, the bloody overheads right now. I mean, petrol for one thing. I had to drive, uh, you know, several suburbs away to uh, shoot up the front of the house of one of my competitors. God. And then, of course, I've got a bloody ditch that car and torch it. There's more petrol. I mean, mm. you know, is, is bloody Frydenberg uh, going to chip in for that? You're probably not. Yeah, oh, I've had to kidnap the brother of one of my rivals. I mean, there's another bloody mouse to feed. It all adds up, mate. <laughs> I'll bet it does. You know, the wife's got to hold a shoddy on this bloke all afternoon, so right. I, you know, I'm busy making the mulch of the pingers. We have to pay her sisters to go and Pick up the kids from school. Oh, I mean, jeez, oh. I don't think these politicians yep. have any idea what's involved. So they need a dose of reality. A dose of what? Reality. Well, is that that new stuff, is it? We haven't got that, oh, mate. Um, no, listen, I, I haven't got the money to expand into hallucinogens. Well... And I don't think bloody Frydenberg's going to be helping out, so... Uh, thanks for this insight. Yeah, all we... right, OK. Thanks, mate. Hey, listen, pull me through to your... Producer, I understand oh. he's got a couple of dolphins he wants to shift. Okay. See you, mate. Hi. Um, wow, Matt, you're, uh, you're back in the dolphin hey, game, time. are you? I prefer not to comment. Right. Not for this show. Intriguing. Uh, another caller <laughs> here at Sizzletown. Oh, no. I hope we're not heading back down that path, Matt. We don't need the cops back in here. Uh, if you're looking for legal merchandise, visit our merch store. Mentioned it before, sizzletownpodcast.bigcartel.com and slip into one of our ever-increasing range of T-shirts. What's it going to be? Birds are dumb. Where's my food? And the original logo tee. They've all been restocked in all sizes, small to 5XL. And the coffee mugs are also back on the shelf. You'll find it all at sizzletownpodcast.bigcartel.com. Thanks, Matt. And uh, something else we've cooked up is yet another exclusive recording for Bandcamp. Uh, This one is a bootleg recording of me doing stand-up 21 years ago in the year 2000. I've never done a stand-up album, so um, we found this recording. It was made by Peter Grace, the legendary Gracie FM radio pioneer, the producer of Martin Malloy, occasional... Uh, fill-in host on Night Moves with Lee Simon. He recorded this gig and uh, it sounds very bootleggy, but we've polished it up and we're putting it out only at Bandcamp. Have we got a quick taste, Matt? I've never seen my dad fill up the car using two pumps. He'll go half unleaded and then he'll top it up with premium unleaded. (laughs) Just giving the car a bit of a treat, Tony. (laughs) Really? some Pringles in there, shall we? All right, that's enough. Bootleg 2000 is the title. I've actually stolen the idea of 
bootlegging my own gig from Ross Noble, who did a great series of official bootleg albums back in the early noughties. Um, the place to go, mrtonymartin.bandcamp.com. And also, while you're there, check out Dave Graney's page. Dave Graney and Claire Moore have a fantastic new album, Everything Was Funny. No comedian would dare use that for an album title. Uh, and, of course, Damien Cowell's Only the Shit You Love uh, double album is available to order and it's obviously downloadable, but the CD version is a beautiful object in its own right. So check all that out at Bandcamp. Now, Matt, can you dial that number, please? Because a lot of people have been asking, what's happened to Peter Meager, publishing industry guru? We haven't heard from him for, well, a couple of years now. So let's find out what he's been up to. Oh, Yes, hello. Oh, uh, is that Peter Meager? Speaking. Tony Martin calling from the podcast. No, right. It's, it's the Gareth, is it? Um, no. The quill. No. The scribe. Afraid not. The it's... unnecessary preposition. No, it's uh, uh, which Sizzletown. Oh, right, yes. Comedy cases, oh. low-hanging fruit. Well, um, right. we last spoke mm. to you, uh, well, would have been 2019, uh, that time you were... Uh, um, yes, yes, yeah. I was uh, commissioning editor for Pink Ink, mm. yes, a small press... Uh, publishing outfit, a lot smaller by the time I'd finished there. Um, oh, really? Yeah, so I was, the, um, I was the victim of yet another literary hoax, I'm afraid. Oh, yes. what happened? Well, I received a manuscript uh, from a vital new Australian voice. Uh, right. A gentleman by the name of Keith Roadhouse. Mm. Um, very sort of robust, uh, Bukowskian prose. And uh, I opted to uh, have a couple of chapters published. And, oh, uh, but he'd... Um, well, he'd, yes, it turns yeah. out that the gentleman had simply transcribed side one of Rodney Rood's 2006 album, Frog Sack. Frog and, Sack, uh, oh, yes, dear. And I was left holding the baby on that one. Well, I yeah. guess it could have happened to anyone. There were so many references yep. to shaved balls, I should have uh, spotted it immediately, but sadly, no. But you've uh, you've bounced back. Well, yes, I've uh, I've landed back at my old stomping ground, the Australian Review of Books. Where yes, and you've been getting some attention there. Yes, because, because of my... Uh, uh, attack pieces, yes, that I've commissioned. Yeah, what yep. were the ones people were unhappy with? Well, I uh, let's see. Firstly, I paid Antonella Chen to uh, spend 10,000 words attacking Sally Rooney. Wow, yes. really? Yes, he drew attention to the fact that Ms. Rooney is, in fact, white. I don't think anyone had pointed that out before. Certainly not at such a length. But then you... Well, I got Maurice you... Babcock to spend 15,000 words attacking Antonella. Oh. Yes, I'll probably get Louise Swin to spend 20,000 words taking them both down. Now... Because of this, people say... Well, I've been accused of cultivating clickbait, but it's much simpler than that. I find it very arousing to pay young female authors to attack each other in print. Really? Yeah. OK, well, to each his own. But you're, um, you're close to a lot of authors, aren't well, you? Well, of course, I maintain friendships, as you know, with uh, many great writers. Richard Flanagan, mm. Peter Carey, of course, yeah. Timmy Winton. Yeah, have you heard from him lately? Yes, Timmy called me just last week from a windswept isthmus where he was writing a blog in the sand using <laughs> the bones of some rough old cove. And what did yes. he want? Well, he wanted to know if he could... Um, 
used the phrase gussied up in his new uh, piece entitled A Memory of Flames. I said only once, once in the first paragraph, perhaps in the epilogue. That's it. You've always been very uh, frank with writers, haven't you? Well, I've never had a problem telling authors what I think of their work. I, I called Matthew Riley last week. I said I saw the one impossible labyrinth at the airport. You know another way you could say that? The Impossible Labyrinth. Oh, but wasn't impressed? <laughs> yes, hung up on me, I'm afraid. Sent an email through to Lee Child. I said, why are you waiting till the second paragraph to have Jack Reacher break someone's arm? Why not do it in the first sentence? Get it out of the way. Sure. No reply there, I'm afraid. <laughs> I called the barefoot investor. I said, put some fucking shoes on. Fair enough. But um, what is the current state of books in your Well, view. it's hard to know what the public want in terms of literature these days, isn't it? I was brunching with Peter Craven last week oh, and we both yeah. agreed mm. that if you want your imprint to have any kind of credibility whatsoever, you've really got to put out a series of books for children by celebrities with the word fart in the title. It's right. as simple as that. So that's the yes, winning I, formula? Well, let me ask you this. Have you done one? Um, no, I haven't. Really? Um, it must be the only one who hasn't. I, I guess. Uh, Any interest? Uh, I, I wouldn't have time to, well, to write one at the moment. Well, there's, uh, there's no need to write one. For God's sake, we don't expect our authors to write their books. No, oh. we'll just have an algorithm spit one out for Is you. Is that right? What about yeah, yeah. Farty McFartpants and the Fartastic Fartathon? Um, Any interest? Not sure. Well, I, uh, it's ready to go. Not right now. Um, Let me know. Well, thanks for this insight. All right. Well, listen, I've got to go. I've got to go and uh, gear up for next year's Writers' Festival. Already? We're already in the planning stages, COVID permitting. Big ideas. Uh, yes, for... Marie Cardi is back uh, curating the festival. And, uh, right. What's, uh, what's she got you doing? Well, I'm going to be interviewing Leanne Moriarty in an old haunted vicarage while we both receive tattoos. From members of the insane clown posse. Wow, well, we'll we'll look forward to that. And in the meantime, I've got to go and meet with Sonia Hartnett to see if she'd be willing to spend five thousand words ripping into Di Morrissey while oh. I uh, watch through a painting with the eye holes cut out. Okay, it sounds <laughs> yes, most stimulating. <laughs> Thanks for talking to us. All right, now when's when's this on? Well, it's a, it's a podcast. All oh, right, the uh, the Garris, is it? No. Uh, the Pequant Ripos? No. The Cursory Glance? No. The Burning Thesaurus? No, it's, it's Sizzletown. Oh, uh, Sizzletown, God. All right, goodbye. And that is a classy finale for this round of Sizzletown. Thank you, Mr Meagre. Thank you to all our callers. And thank you, Matt Dow, for your great work. Matt is also the groundskeeper at the Sizzletown YouTube channel. So pop down there for some free fun. All this month, I think we've gone way back to 1990. A real treat for On The Buses fans. And while you're there, why not investigate our friend Pete Smith's YouTube channel? Yes, he has one, Pete Smith Speaking. And as for you listeners, meet you back here next month for our season finale. Until then, enjoy your freedoms. Cheers. Where's my fake vaccine password? What is this?
to the Giddy Carousel of Pop, the podcast that takes an old issue of Britain's brightest pop mag smash hits and has a good nose through its pages with a guest. I should also mention while we're here that we recently were featured (laughs) briefly on another (laughs) fantastic podcast. There's a great comedy podcast that comes out of Australia called Sizzletown and our episode with Richard Drew that was originally out sometime last year, wasn't it? That was this year. Was it? It was this year. Oh, right. Yeah. <laughs> but it was an issue, the issue with OMD on the front from 1983. <laughs> and there's a feature on Sizzletown called Pod Farts, where, <laughs> um, <laughs> where Tony, the host, scrolls through various podcasts and just, if there's an unidentified possible um, trouser burp noise... <laughs> He'll feature it. And, yeah, we got featured on that, didn't we? It was an honour and a privilege. Yeah, yeah. I think we've ascertained 99% with Richard that it was a squeaky chair. Well, was, he says it was. Yeah, anyway. yeah, it was a squeaky chair. And I, I did go back to the to the original audio just to check that it hadn't been tampered with just for comic effect. <laughs> yeah, so... But now that the noise is, is genuinely there and, uh, well, I think, I think we, we go, you know, it gets used to good effect. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> but we can categorically state there were no... Wind-breaking moments on that show. No. I was a sea cadet um, back in ah, the late late. 70s. There it was. Yeah, so I got a payout for that. And then um, I found um, some marmalade and it had had nails in it as well. So, um, yeah, I, I got a payout for that as well. Yeah, and I rented this car, and it was like full of nails. 